Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Stu and Al pod. Stu, episode 13, unlucky for some. <laughs> yeah, that's right, unlucky for some 13. Actually, I've got a bit of history behind the uh, number 13. Oh yeah, go on then. Uh, it starts with a one yeah. and the second number is followed just after two in the famous phrase one, two, three, four, five, once I caught a fish alive. Excellent. Stu, what are you drinking this mm. week? I've got Sussex-born Gun Brewery's Scaramanga Extra Pale. Ooh. It is actually vegan-friendly, didn't know about that, and its alcohol volume is 3.9%. Is it nice? Yeah, it is. I've got Australia, a Spanish beer. Oh, <laughs> good day, mate. You've got Australia. <laughs> yeah, all the way from sunny Barcelona. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> Stroof. <laughs> Stu, um, because we're at episode 13, and some people are scared mm. of the number 13, so what I did is this week I tracked down the world's, well, not the world's, but the UK's most scared man. Would you like to meet him? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Right. I'll just so get him. Yes. He wants to just sort of tell you about his life a little bit. Okay, you ready? So here yeah, he I... is. Hello. My name is Ron 13. I was born on the 13th day of the 13th month, 1913. I'm only 53 um, years old. <laughs> um, Ron? Yeah? Is it Ron? Yeah? There's only 12 months. Oh, that's not what my mum told me. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm mistaken then. Carry, carry on, Ron. Carry I want to just tell you a little bit about my life, about what I'm scared of. I won't, yeah. play, I won't play Monopoly in case I get sent to jail and attacked in the showers. Right. I, I, went, I went to the doctor because I said that I'm scared to get out of bed and I didn't get out of bed till 9am. He said, that's all right. And I said, yeah, well, I always have a poo at 8am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I, I used to be scared of snakes until someone told me that they're harmless. Yep. <laughs> I get scared of frozen desserts. In fact, I scream. <laughs> you sure you're scared? Because you seem to be laughing a lot. My cat, I used to have a cat, but he was really scared. He used to say, get me out of here. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, I was once so scared to plant an apple tree, my neighbour told me to grow a pear. <laughs> Not bad, not bad. I'm scared of getting into lifts, Stu. In fact, yeah. I've started taking steps to avoid them. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the other night, I was watching The Exorcist and I shit myself. I wasn't scared. Oh, I, I, I just shit myself. <laughs> mm. Anyway, I better go because talking on podcasts scares me more than anything. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, see you, Ron. Hope we never see you again. Yeah, so that was Ron Stu, the uh, Ron Seal. That was Ron Stu, the most scared man in the UK. What do you think? Well, I don't know. He's a bit scared, isn't he? Yeah, it sounds like one of the characters that could have turned up down the bag of nails, I suppose. Maybe one day. But anyway, Al, Al, exciting yeah. news uh, this week. Yes. Um, we had a very special person follow us on Twitter. Oh, was it the Queen? No. No. Oh. Uh, it's a him. Okay. He is a... Yeah, see if you can get it. I'll give you a clue. He's 
in the world of sport. He was in the world of sport. Yeah. That could be anyone. Any ideas after that clue? <clears throat> um, Ian Botham. No. He was in a sport that involved grappling. Oh, the Ultimate Warrior. No. He was a former WWF World Heavyweight Champion. And you're going to have to tell me, Stu. No. Go on. It's I'm Sergeant gonna... Slaughter, Al. Oh. We've been followed by Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, wow. See, I already I knew that because you showed me that earlier in the week, but I played along to that, you see. <laughs> well, That's know. amazing that well, the actual Sergeant Slaughter is following our podcast. I know. Well, actually, though, speaking of pens... Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you hear it's now illegal to be in possession of a ballpoint pen in Spain? No. Yeah, well, that's the uh, Spanish ink position oh, at the moment. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> right, let's crack on with it. This is top three. Top three! Each week, me and Al pick a subject and we tell each other our top three things about it. So, if you don't get what I'm saying, for example, if I was to say, Al, top three... Um, Top three countries in South America. Yeah, I'd Brazil. probably go for Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Chile, no, Chile. Peru, and, um, Colombia. Oh, lovely stuff. Oh, oh. So last week, Stuart oh. was my choice for top three, and yeah. I picked top three horror movie villains. And I picked that because it was episode thirteen, and also it's coming up to. Spooky Halloween! (laughs) 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 Stu, how did you find this one? How did you find it? Scary. (laughs) You know what? I've actually watched this week the Friday the 13th remake, which was um, shit. Yeah. And uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which was great. You know, the one with Jackie O'Halian. Oh, yeah. I've seen that a long time ago. I found it really difficult. I came up with a few really quickly, but then I kept changing, and I'm still not 100% with my list of three, but um, I'm going to go with it. So, Stu, it was my choice of topic, so I'm going to ask you to go first. Are they from three to one? Yeah. Go on, then. Give us your number three. Leatherface. Leatherface. From? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let me do it in a Texas Massacre. style. Wait there. Go on, then. In Texas Chainsaw No, wait there. Chicks are chainsaw massacre. That's fucking shit. Hey, what do you want this chainsaw? Oh, this is really going to alienate all of our American listeners. So we do apologise. We'll put on some silly English. How voices. do you do Texas? I'm from Texas. Texas, Te- Texas I'm chainsaw Texas. massacre. I'm Texas chainsaw massacre. <laughs> Go on, anyway, tell, us, tell us about it. Apologies, uh, American listeners, for those appalling um, impressions there. So he first appeared in the 1974 hit, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Leatherface is a cannibalistic and mentally unstable mass murderer who killed and um, cooked unsuspecting travellers. His signature weapon, of course, being a chainsaw. He's known for wearing his victim's skin as a mask. Oh, he sounds like a right horrible bugger. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I'm not going to defend him. He's a... Horrible, horrible <laughs> Don't defend him. <laughs> the only thing I will say is, like, he's not wasting the body when he's killed them. You know, he's putting it to No, I suppose use. that's positive. 
at least, I suppose. Well so, than that, yeah. he needs uh, locking up for well life. Do you yeah. want to hear some facts? Go for it. Leatherface was played in the original by Gunnar Hansen. Yes, Gunnar Hansen. And behind the scenes, the rest of the cast um, didn't mix with him. Yeah. As he stayed in character um, in between takes. <laughs> yeah. Good on him. Uh, fact number two, he has no spoken word lines in the film. Oh, he just sort of does, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. During the dinner scene, Hansen actually cut the finger of Marilyn Burns just to get the scene over with. Oh. So when he cuts her hand and he starts believing that's real. That's really happened. It's a true. So yeah, that's him. He's a he's a very bad man yes. who does a lot of crimes. A very bad man, but a very good jail. character. Good character, yeah. Very good character, yes. Okay, so my number three is Pennywise from It. So one of the reasons I picked this is because I really enjoyed the fil- the new films and I really enjoyed the old films. Of course, played by Tim Curry in the original uh, miniseries and Bill Skarsgård from the, uh, the, <laughs> the, new, the newer versions. So Pennywise isn't yeah. necessarily a clown. He's an otherworldly entity that takes the form of a clown, but he can also mm. change into different things. Um, so I, spoke, I, I guess you've not seen the film, if, you, if you've not seen it. I have seen it. It's good, isn't it? Um, as I like Ca- As Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City says, nothing scarier than a clown. So, always like to bring her Alex, back. Yep. Have you got facts about him as well or not? Uh, <laughs> he feeds on children's fears and he returns every 30 years to do so. <laughs> I just think he's a great character because he can change into different things and yeah. he was a really good character. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So there you go. That's that's tell, my number three. Tell people what you did, what you and Chris or Willsy three five five did in Beaumont Lee's one Christmas Eve. Oh yeah. So because Stu doesn't really like clowns, he uh, there were some clowns doing some. There was one on a little bike, and we told them that you were afraid of clowns, and they chased you down the shopping precinct, and Stuart ran away. I apologise to. If you ever see a swan, yeah. um, then you can get them to chase after me. <laughs> Go on, then give us your number two. You shit. Jason Voorhees. Ah, very good, very good. From? Friday the 13th. Of course. Uh, the lumbering serial killer who hides his face with a hockey mask. Jason returns from the grave after being drowned to get revenge. Yeah. He's well, a nasty bugger. To get revenge on them, on them campers killing his mum as well. She yeah. was out for revenge because he got drowned. So, to be fair, he's not really a bad person, is he? He's just like, yeah, you killed me and you killed my mum. So I'm going to fuck you up now. There's a bit of good in everyone. <laughs> and he loved his mum. <laughs> he did. <laughs> good, you got some facts? I think someone's actually picked his mum on the um, socials, but we'll get to that in a sec. Okay. Uh, facts. Facts. You want some facts? What's some facts? Jason was originally to be named Josh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 He doesn't wear the mask until the third film. No. Yep. Nine actors have played Jason. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I can't name any of them. No. Because I couldn't be asked to write them down. 
Is that it? So, yeah, what did you think of Friday the 13th? Oh, I kind of liked it. I didn't like the new ones, like, but I liked the first yeah. one. It's very good. I can't remember which ones I've seen. I have seen a few, but yeah, they are good. They're good horror films. So, you know, good character. My number two is The Shark from Jaws. Damn it. Damn you say that's a horror film. <laughs> it is. It's a horror film. Jaws is, is a horror film. Yeah. Jaws is a horror film. The 1975 film Jaws. It's, um, I'll give you a couple of facts about him. He's big. He eats people. And he doesn't like being blown up. <laughs> like the rest of us. I haven't really got many facts about him, but I did get some facts about sharks, if you're interested. Yeah. Um, so sharks can live 20 to 30 years. They can swim up to 50 kilometers an hour. And scientists believe that sharks originated, um, originated, or uh, the first sharks were 400 million years ago. That's quite a long time ago, isn't it? That's longer than waiting for a bus. Yeah. Um, there's over 500 species in the world. And they have a sixth sense. Uh, I don't, they didn't say what that sixth sense was. I just didn't read it. Maybe he can see dead people like Haley Joel Osmond in the sixth sense. I don't know. I reckon it's like can predict um, the weather, something like yeah, that. Or sports results. Possibly. Yeah. Might be worth uh, making mates with sharks and uh, yeah, getting some of the old bets. Do you like, do you like Alex, Jaws? Um, yeah, I love Jaws. Brilliant film. Mm. Not too keen on the sequels, but the first one was, as the French say, Magnifique. Yeah. Oh, um, what's the town called in Jaws? I can't remember. I can't remember. You didn't do any bloody research. I can't remember what it was called. Oh. Go on, tell me what it is. No, I'm going to let the um, <laughs> listeners tell you what it is. Yeah. First person to tweet in the correct answer gets a prize. Oh, I can't believe I can't remember. Oh, never mind. Go on then, what's your number that's one? Right. We've, got, we've got a competition. That's a that's an actual competition we put on the show. Don't offer to give away any more prizes. Uh, it's only going to be like a pack of crisps or something. Well, you got to send it. Yeah, they can have it on the specials. Go on, give us number one. Freddy Krueger! Oh! Here's looking at you, kid. The franchise from? From uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. So he's the spirit of a serial killer who was burned alive by his victim's parents who comes back to kill people in their dreams Causing them to die in the real world as well. So you could have it as a double kill, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, he's a good character. Good character. Very good character. Mm. You got any facts? Yeah. I was just thinking about the one I watched the other night, the, uh, the remake one. Oh, which yeah. is one of the facts on here. Played on screen by Robert England and Jackie O'Haley. I really like that Jackie O'Haley one. Obviously, I think Robert England's the better Freddy. Yeah. As far as remakes go, this was um, this this is definitely up there for like any film, not just horror. I think people will disagree with you on that, but go on. Okay. <laughs> uh, Freddy's look was based on Klaus Kinski's portrayal of Count Dracula. Yeah. And it took makeup artists three hours to apply and remove the Kruger makeup from Robert England. What do you reckon's good for like remakes then? I can't think of like, I can't think of a really good remake at the minute. Scarface, because that was remake of a, a film, wasn't it? Yeah. Another, another film yeah. called Scarface. I, don't, I can't, I don't know. I, I don't know if they should have remade Nightmare on Elm Street, because I think the originals were that good. And I don't think you're going to get that. 
I don't think you're ever going to get that back again of what you, the, the original mm. did. Because they were like talking about remaking The Exorcist. And I just think that the first one is such a good film and such a great horror film. I don't think you're going to get yeah. that back again. It's like The Thing as well. Yeah. The, the original and that is, a, is, is brilliant. And then the remake weren't too bad, but... No, but they're talking about remaking a lot of stuff like the, you know, they, they remade... Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, didn't they? And Halloween, and they just weren't very good. It's like no, well, you'll never, classic, you'll never beat the original. No, if you've got a classic, like, but the new Halloween that that came out with Jamie Lee Curtis, I thought that was quite good. I quite enjoyed that. Mm. Yeah, like, some can be good, but I mean, obviously, they'll never be as good as the original. No. Okay, you want my number one? No matter what genre you pick, yeah, go on. I have picked Captain Spaulding. From House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and Three from Hell. Uh, they're Rob Zombie films. I don't know if you've seen them. No. Okay, so Captain Spaulding is played by Sid Haig. Uh, he's a famous horror, mu- horror movie aficionado. Uh, he died in 21st of September 2019, though, um, oh. which was shame. And it was, was it 2019? I think it was 2019. Um, it was while they were, well, he became ill when they were making Three from Hell. Um, so his his part in that film was was dramatically reduced, which was a real shame because he was such a good character. Uh, he plays kind of like a, a clown, um, and he has a museum of monsters and madness um, sort of gas stop, and they do fried chicken and stuff like that. But he's a part of the Firefly Firefly family, um, and they are sort of like killers. They kill people, and they go on killing sprees and stuff like that. Um, and he's also his character has been described as a lovable asshole, which is quite good. And there's just a there's in the Devil's Rejects there's a bit where he's stealing a car from a mum and their son, and the son's in the car and he turns to him and he's got like kind of his clown makeup on and he goes, "What's the matter, son? Don't you like clowns? Ain't we fucking funny? <laughs> it's just really funny." <laughs> but it's odd. They're, they're not amazing films. They're not great. There's a lot of shit acting in it. But like Sid Hayes, Captain Spaulding. Yeah, he's really good. My favourite out of the three is Devil's Rejects, which is the second one. And they use mm. um, Freebird by Leonard Skinner at the end. And it's a really good scene when they're all driving off. Yeah, try and catch them at some point. Yeah, it's worth having a look. Worth having a look, Stu. Right, so Stu, yeah. have we got anything on the old social media? Oh, the socials? Yeah, the socials. The socials, yeah, we do. Yeah. Go on then. So we'll start, as we always start, with, um, you know him. Yeah. You know him. (laughs) Go on, regular Gav. Regular Gav. He's gone for Girl from the Ring. He didn't put the fit one from the ring this time, so good good for him. Uh, Sylvia from Alien. Who's Sylvia in Alien? I'm assuming it's the Alien... Okay, didn't know it's called Sylvia. Didn't want to question him because um, whatever. And Vladislav from What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, I've not seen it. I tell you what, Alex, if we've got that Sylvia wrong, I bet a certain Chris K will correct us anyway. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Go on then, who's next? We'll have to do another sorry next episode. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Regular Gav. Mrs. Regular Gav. Oh, yeah. She's gone for Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Good. Damien from Omen. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Candyman. Okay, yeah. 
from Candyman. Uh, Chris K. Yeah. Uh, Nosferatu or Dracula. Oh, good choice. Uh, Freddy Krueger. Uh-huh. Again, popular choice so far. And Reagan McNeil or Pazazu, the, oh. the girl from The Exorcist. Yes, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernard Jetsky has gone for Samara Morgan from The Ring. Ring, yeah. Lipstick Face Demon from Insidious. Oh, yeah. You know, the red and black thing. Yeah. Really weird thing that was. Pennywise, like you, IT. IT. It's... IT. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Pennywise from IT. Yeah, yeah hi, Pennywise, can I help? Huh, have you, tell, have you tried to turn it off and on again? <laughs> if that doesn't work, I'll kill you. <laughs> um, Keith Campbell, he's gone for all. Seth Brundle from The Fly. Great choice. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Tall Man from Phantasm. Yeah. Boy! <laughs> <laughs> Bit like um, Daniel Day-Lewis in, in uh, There Will Be Blood. Oh, yeah. It's Milkshake, Eli. <laughs> and uh, Pennywise from IT again. Yeah. Um, Brandoltron. <laughs> it's another one of Freddy Krueger. So Freddy Krueger again. The Blair Witch from Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. And also the Tall Man from Phantasm. I knew he'd pick him. Keza G90 has gone for Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Signs of the Lambs. Ash from Alien. Great uh-huh. choice. And The Thing from The Thing. Good. Now, originally, <laughs> she, originally she did pick uh, Goza the Gozerian from Ghostbusters. But I didn't think that would be classed as a horror. So I said no. Okay. Not allowed. At least you changed their mind. Yes. Although they made a big thing about it on Twitter as well. Haze on Fire has gone for Michael Myers, who she also has a crush on. What, Austin Powers? (laughs) No, no, not him. The other one from the Halloween. Imagine that they'd ended the whole Halloween. He'd taken off his mask and gone, Shagadelic, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my swamp. <laughs> uh, also, Pennywise. Yes. Um, she said, Be your mate, because she knows I'm scared of clowns as well. And Jason's mum. Ah, uh, yeah, good choice. Some excellent choices there. Freddy Krueger and um, the IT clown were uh, probably the, <laughs> the top two. I was considering picking yeah. Freddy Krueger, but I thought a lot of people might pick it. And I'm glad I didn't, because you picked it. So, But some good choices, Stu. So, next yeah, episode... Speaking of... Oh yeah. Speaking of horror as well, I've I've, I've uh, finished the haunting of blind manor this week. Oh yeah, I still Netflix. need to start that. I'm way behind. Very good. Very good. Go on, Stu. What yeah, is the it. what is the topic for the next episode? Oh, you're gonna love it, Al. It's a good one. Go on, Ed. It's a good one. Our next week's top three, or next episode's top three, I should say. We want to know your top three. Motown songs. Oh, yeah. Let's do a little bit of There's going to be a lot of singing next episode. We're back to singing again. There'll be a lot of singing from Osceola. So if you want to get in contact and tell us your top three Motown songs, get in contact via Twitter and Instagram at Stu and Alpod, or you can email us, stuandalpod at gmail.com. Just get in touch, why don't you? It's a bit of a laugh. So that was top three. 
And now it's time for 90s Corner. Nineties corner. So each week, me and Stu bring something from the nanny nannies, baby. We discuss it. If we both think it was great, then it gets swept into that corner. It so it does. But if one of us thinks it's shite, then it gets sold in the Leicester Mercury or Lincoln equivalent. Stu, <laughs> my choice this week, Stu, is. The Queen's Nose. <laughs> Do you know the Queen's <laughs> Nose? Yeah, I did that. So The Queen's Nose was a TV show on CITV? Or was it BBC? I think it was BBC, wasn't it? I think it was BBC. BBC. Started in 1995 and there were 44 episodes. There were 44 episodes. How did they get 44 out of that? It was about a girl called Melody who had a sister called Harmony. Harmony. And yeah. she had a magic 50 pence piece that granted wishes if you rubbed the Queen's nose. Still, I did find an interesting fact out about this. There's a podcast mm. called On the Nose, and they go through each episode and discuss it. I think that's brilliant. I'm going re- to subscribe to it. I think I might. I might. Give them a shout out on Twitter in a bit. Yeah. The only thing that I really remember, because I don't really remember anything else happened, but there was that little twatty lad that really loved oh gary yeah Mabbott. he was in love with gary mabbott and then in an episode he played football with gary mabbott uh, and I, <laughs> that's all i really remember and i just think you i ate he was such a knobhead <laughs> he wasn't character he, he got really like stuffed up nose all the time i think he um grew up to be the um middle child in mrs doubtfire <laughs> maybe so that's mine, Stu. Queen's Nose. Did you did you watch it? Yes. Can I sweep it in? Oh, of course. Yes. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Done. Yep. Finders keepers. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> From nineteen ninety one to nineteen ninety six. And I've checked the dates, Chris K, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> two teams of two are given the chance to raid rooms to find hidden objects. Can you name the rooms, Al? Uh, there was mum and dad's there room. Nine. There was mum and dad's bedroom. Yeah. Kids' bedroom. Yeah. The attic. Was that one of them? It's it like the fantasy room, mystery room, but oh, yeah. it was in the attic. So, yeah, you can have that. Uh, bathroom. Yep. Living room. Yep. Kitchen. Yep. Study. Study. And dining room? No, there was a storeroom and the landing. Ah, right. Of course. It was great. Very good. Tell you what, some of the ones, I used to find them on some of them. So how the fuck are you finding that? Was it Neil Buchanan who presented it? Yes. Hosted Uh, by Neil Buchanan. Joined by Jet from Gladiators in the last series. Ah, brilliant. I've got to watch that. No, I was on CITV yes. as well, as opposed to your CBBC selection. Yeah. Celebrity guests. So, like, when they did the fantasy room or the uh, mystery room, they'd always have someone in there. So, like, there was one episode where they had Frank Bruno hiding in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, every time they did the mystery room or the fantasy room, there'd always be, like, a celebrity guest in there. Yeah. So you'd have 
was Panther and Warrior from the Gladiators. Of course, that would be. As well. Gladiators were in everything in the 90s. Yeah, that and uh, Games Master, and it yeah. all appeared on that at some point. So, um, yeah, that's my selection. Oh, I sweep. think it's a solid choice to go through. Yeah, sweep it in, sweep it in. I've forgotten about that. It's Finders Keepers. <laughs> Brilliant. Still, have we got anything from social media? Yeah. Go on. Um, KTR has picked Dawson's Creek. Oh, no. God, no. <laughs> I hated that program. I don't want to wait. Fly lives to be over. No, you what? It had a good theme tune, didn't it? It did. If she'd have said the Dawson's Creek theme tune, I'd have said yes, but not the show. All right, so show no, theme tune, yes. Yeah. Uh, regular Gab has picked the perfect day. Um, now, the, it's the advert for BBC where <sighs> they were all doing that. Song, so you had like um, East Seventeen at one point, I think, on there. Gabrielle, Doctor so, John. I hate that song. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Mm, I liked it. <laughs> the, it like put it through then. Oh uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but regular Gab has never had one that's not gone in. So I think this week, no. The ice likely. is finally broken. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, Brendo Tron has gone for Magic Eye. <laughs> yeah brilliant uh, Chris K has picked Gail Porter being projected onto the Houses of Parliament by <laughs> FHM <laughs> yeah definitely that, that, that was could brilliant. be one of the best picks we've ever had on it actually. yeah <laughs> well done that was a good one that. I like that uh, Gail your wee bottom showing on the Houses of Parliament there what's your wee bottom doing on there Gail <laughs> um Keza G Knight has picked the Tyson v Holyfield 2 fight, the one where he bit his ear off. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And um, my mother has picked Rosie and Jim. <laughs> now, if you don't say yes for this, I'm going to fight you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Rosie and Jim, Rosie and Jim, chugging along on the old rag doll. <laughs> Rosie and Jim. Rosie and Jim. Ah, John, he writes them down. (laughs) 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 I was just like the little drawing he'd do of the river with two pens. And then... The best bit of that theme tune, you know where it goes like... (laughs) Rosie and Jim will play our game. Quack! (laughs) Jim's drawing book. (laughs) Yep, that's a good one. Just quacking away. Brilliant. So is that <coughs> everyone? That's sure. Okay. So if you want to suggest anything for 90s Corner, get in contact. We are stewandowlpod at gmail.com or we are on Twitter and Instagram at stewandowlpod. Send us your 90s Corner. So that was... Oh, I just thought the view for next week. Oh, brilliant. Save it to yourself. Now it is time for Frankly, My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. Frankly, My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. Uh, each week, Alex takes a famous scene and recreates it with a character, person of celebrity, or politician. She's never been a politician. I might try one in the future, though. No, I know you're going to say you're going to try one week, so I was just, yeah. you know, revving the engine. This week's do. 
I have been trying this impression in the car all week. Now, in my head, I think I've got it. But out loud, I don't think I have. So I apologise if it's not very good. Are you ready? Well, you've been practising or what? Yeah, I've been practising this impression. So are you ready? Yeah. Oh, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. (laughs) That's um, Alan Carr playing (laughs) Colonel... Colonel yes. Kilgore in Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yes. Originally played by um, Robert Duval. I was really worried that it was going to sound like Zippy from Rainbow. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe you got that. Well done. <laughs> yes. Well done. So that was frankly my dear owner. Give a damn. And now it is time for In the News. Uh, Each week, Stu tells us two news stories. One of them's real, but one of them ain't. He's only gone and bloody made one up in the old slag. <laughs> he also tells us the weather, sports results, uh, traffic, anything else that pops into his fucking head. Get on with it, you mug. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that uh, very warm welcome, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Mug, here are your headlines. Oasis to release relaxation books called Don't Look Back in Anger. (laughs) Motorhead fan ejected from Vegas poker tournament for hiding Ace of Spades. (laughs) Sake. And Kenny Loggins is to change his name due to security reasons. Probably be changing it every 28 days. I don't know. Just putting it out there. <laughs> anyway, story number one. Online chess contestants have been invaded by a plague of cheats. The lockdown period has seen a surge in players logging on to play the popular game. That's right, popular. However, during the month of August, a whopping 17,000 were, <laughs> were thrown out for cheating including players as young as 10. Oh. In one contest, five of six players were caught cheating. That's how bad it got. Uh, Professor Reagan, who devised a program to catch cheating players, said that the pandemic had brought as much work in a single day that he had in the whole of the previous year. International Chess Federation boss, Arkady Darkovich, he described the problem as a plague. Uh, Chess.com has had 12 million new users this year. Uh, More on this as it develops, but so far for now, it's a stalemate. That's a nice little pun at the end there, isn't it? I'll I'll check, mate, next week if there's any more on it. Oh, God. Yeah. We did all the chess puns last week, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, So is that real or is that false? We won't know until we've heard story number two, which is now. A local town in France has recently gone wild for Morris dancing according to website choreography.com. The town of La Dance with Bells... <laughs> Look, your off. face... Oh, sorry, hold on. Your face before you said that first bit. You were so smug. You knew it was good, and you were waiting. <laughs> <laughs> As I was, let me carry on before I was rudely interrupted. The town of La Dance with Bells, not far from Paris, 
has gone crazy for the traditional English folk dance. One local, one local, Maurice Dancer, <laughs> said, I love it. The music, the rhythmic stepping, the handkerchiefs, j'adore Maurice dancing. Another local, Another local, Bell Pad. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I wish I knew about this when I was younger. I'm 80 duh now. <laughs> but I tried to join in on the slow bits. <laughs> but I tried to join in on the slow bits. Mayor of La Dance with Bells, Baldrick Bell Pad. Uh, <laughs> Baldrick's actually a term in, in Morris dancing. How is it? He embraced the latest uh, craze saying, we have taken to Morris dancing like a moth to a lit match, as we say in France. <laughs> Long may it continue. Morris dancing is celebrated worldwide, including the US, Finland and North Korea. Now, before you make your judgment, Al. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a little bit of story about... Um, Morris dancing. Now, personally, I love a good Morris dance. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good session. Regularly take part on video calls. I do get a lot of stick for it though. Oh, for fuck's um, sake! It, it does remind me when a, a friend of mine who drives buses. He he was um, driving a bus full of blind people. Um, so they were travelling down. The driver of the friend of mine told me um, this story. He said he he got really tired and he said, "Look, I need to pull over and have a rest. There's a pub just here, so I'm gonna have lunch in the pub and." Um, you know, what are you not going to do? And one of the blind people said, it's all right, well, um, we'll get off and have a game of football. The driver said, well, how? And it's like, well, the blind bloke said, well, you know, we attach a belt to the ball. And we just follow the sound and kick it. So he said, all right, fair enough. So the driver, um, my friend, he goes off to for about an hour, comes back, he sees all these paramedics and police everywhere. He's like, well, what's happened here? And the copper said, I'm not sure why, but this busload of blind people started kicking the shit out of all these Morris dancers. <laughs> Brilliant. A bit of sport, Al, a bit of sport. Well, I guessed, yeah. I'm guessing it's the Morris dancing one's the fake story. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> Maurice dancers, probably the one that gave it away, right? <laughs> yeah, straight away. <laughs> to be fair, I can tell it's fake by the smug look on your face before you tell a joke. It's not smug, it's happy. Go on then. Here's some sport. Well, so you want a bit of sport, eh? You want yeah, a bit yeah, of sport? yeah, a bit of sport. <clears throat> it's a horse racing result this week, Al. Oh, good. Now, the free 30 at Ascot was won by Ask Scott. <laughs> the 215 at Goodwood was won by Strong Oak. <laughs> <laughs> And the 415 at Market Raisin was won by Four for a Band. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, traffic report out. All roads leading to Rome are gridlocked. <laughs> and the weather? Gassy. <laughs> Thanks, Stu. Still fair. <laughs> that was in the news. And now it is time for Buster Mind. Each episode, Stu and I are given a subject to revise on by each other, and we must answer then five questions on that subject. 
Now, the reason it's called Bastermind is because we're absolutely bastards about the subjects we give each other. For this week, I gave Stuart the topic of Rotherham. And Stu, you gave me the topic of? Uh, Neighbours, from Neighbours. start to latest episodes that I watched today on Channel 5. Excellent. So we do all our research on Wikipedia so that it's fairer and it's easier. So Stu, do you want me to Fairy, ask you the five so. questions first? Uh, on Rotherham? Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's play Bastermind. Question one, which county is Rotherham in? South Yorkshire. Correct. Question two, the central area is on the bank of what river? Um, seven. It's the river Don. All right, Don. Uh, I don't know what. <laughs> Question three, what letter does their postcode start with? R. It's S. Who'd have thought what? it? Yeah, letter S. Question four. In what year did they become an enterprise zone? What's an enterprise zone? Fuck knows. <laughs> oh. 1924. 1983. And oh, nearly. Finally, question five. How many FE, or further education, institutions are there in Rotherham? Six. Three. But you got one, right? You got the county, so well done. Oh, Hard subject yeah, you're going to get more than one of these, I think. It's a shame, because I really wanted to get a tie break. Well, we'll still do the tie break. All right, and you ready, Alf? Neighbours. Yeah, go on then. <clears throat> Who created Neighbours? Reg Watson. Shit. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't think you'd get that one. <laughs> Who composed the theme tune? Oh, I don't, I don't know. don't know. That's one that I Tony looked at. Tony Hatch. Yeah. Tony Hatch. The year that Neighbours first aired in the UK. Oh, shit. 1987. Oh, 1986. Oh, He's no. it. <laughs> uh, who played Helen Daniels? Um, uh, oh, no. Um, Oh no, I'm gonna be really annoyed if I don't get this. And it was Anne something. Anne, 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 Anne. I can't remember. No, 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 no. Is Anne Haddy? Oh, I was gonna say Haddy, and I thought, no, it's not. And no, I should have said it. Fuck, I should have said it. I knew it, and I was gonna say it, and I didn't because I thought, no, that doesn't sound right. Bollocks. Right. We're never getting on master. This is it. The last last question. If you get it right, you've won. Okay. How many times has Paul Robinson been married? Four. Six. It's going to tie break. It's going to tie break. Right, you ready for your first tie break? Yeah, well, your only tie break question. We had a draw last week. Okay, tiebreaker. What is the name of the fashion show that takes place in Rotherham every July? Um... South Yorkshire Live. Rotherham Rocks. Oh, fuck off, you Rotherham. <laughs> Go then. Right, your side break then. You need to sing word for word the Neighbours theme tune. Okay. Um, I forgot how it starts. Hold on. Um, neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbours. With a little understanding. 
You can make a better day. I'm going to stop you there if that's wrong. Brighter day. No, you can, you can make the perfect blend. Perfect I think day. Of, uh, I wasn't far perfect. off. Oh, you got it wrong. So it's another I draw. You were going to ask, I thought you were going to ask how many episodes there's been. 8,474. That's one question that I thought you'd ask and you didn't. That well, really no, because there's, there's, there's been one on today, so that's probably yeah. wrong now. No, no, but it wouldn't be because it, it's what if there's a Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've started to really hate yeah. Master Mike. <laughs> yeah, no. Paddy, uh, for fuck's so, sake, um, I'm really I've got, your su- I've got your subject. I've got your subject for next week. Yeah, give us my next fucking subject. Go on then. The reign of Henry VIII. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know what yours that'd be, is? That'd be good to research that. Yeah. Do you know what yours is? Um, Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> that's fucking bollocks. I ain't doing that. <laughs> Which one's Jr.? Is that, is that Trump's son or is Trump Donald Trump's Trump son. the junior? Yeah, it's Trump's son. His son? Yeah. Nah, fuck off. Okay, so that was Bastermind, and now it is time for Tales of the Bag of Nails. I'll tell you what, Donald Trump Jr. showed up in the bag of nails and fucking ripped his bollocks off. <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> uh, each week, me and Al nip down to London. London! <laughs> in London? That Bastermind sent me over the edge. To go and have a pint down the bag of nails, right? That's what we do. But uh, I went this week, I had a great time. Did you? Mm. Go on then. Tell us about Obviously it. Obviously, oh, I sat outside. I know, you met, I know you met. It's one of them. It's the triplet of the Borealis, isn't it? <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that yet. I'm not even giving you the tape. All right. Give now, the we tape. sat in the beer garden because of COVID restrictions. So, because yeah. London had been tier two, we sat outside. Um, here's the tape. Hang on, let me get it for you. There yeah. you go. Thank you. And put that in. And you ready? Click. Yeah. Hello, Alex. Oh, fuck's sake. It's the final Borealis, brother. The final triplet, if you will. Um, I've spoken to my other brothers, Albert and um, the other one. I've been informed what to do by my, by them, and so here are my tales of the bag of nails. Albert, who was it? Albert? And... Can't remember. Can't remember my own brother. <laughs> <laughs> now forgive me if I sound a little off. Yesterday I accidentally swallowed some food coloring. The doctor says I'm okay, but I feel like I'm, I've died a little inside. <laughs> it took me a while that <laughs> my wife stormed into here last night as me and the boys were necking pints you're coming home now she screamed no I'm not I replied she said I'm talking to the children <laughs> I was having a quiet pint in here once when a man walked over would you mind moving? That's my seat, he said. Seeing as I'd been there an hour and there was plenty of other seats, I refused. He started getting aggressive, saying, I've never seen you in here before. I sit there every sa- This is how he sounded. I sit there every Saturday and have been for the last ten years. So move. 
still refusing, the man passed me two sticks and said, Fine, you play the fucking drum. <laughs> Last week, my friend ran in here and said, Arthur, I've just saw your car being stolen. I said, didn't you try to stop them? He said, no, but don't worry. I got the registration. <laughs> They've put a dartboard in here now, and three people were playing darts in here earlier. The first had three twenties and called out, 60. The second hit two in the 20 and a triple 20 and shouted, 100. The third hit a 20 and a triple 20 and then his third dart missed, deflected back off the board and hit a nun in the head who dropped off her chair. He shouted, 180. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, leave you with, I'll leave you with some advice from my father. He once said, if you ever get into a fight in a bar, put a snooker ball in your sock. <laughs> well, it was the worst advice I've ever heard. I could hardly walk. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Cheers, Arthur. Daddy ho. <laughs> He was nice, wasn't he? Yeah, he's a lovely bloke. They all three of them were really, uh, really genuine blokes. <laughs> so I'll be taking a trip down the bag of hills next week. Now let's move on to Arnie improves things. I'll be back. In each episode. Stu finds a tape in his after eight minutes about Arnie. And it's when Arnie is improving things. So this, in, since this feature started, he's improved spaghetti bolognese. And what did he do last time? Um, he improved the Snooker Loopy song by Chesney. Oh, Mate. yeah, he did. It was very good. So, Stu, what have you found this week? What the fucking hell is he improving there? <laughs> <laughs> well, this week out... Arnie improves Little Red Riding Hood. Oh. I just need to um, find the tape. Oh, here it is. Thanks. Pop <laughs> that in. Click. Boys and girls, gather around on the carpet. Bring it back to the carpet right now. Right, we'll have Little Red Riding Hood. Here it is. Once upon a time, there was a little girl called the uh, red and uh, she had to go to see her grandma who had her favorite Uzi 9mm <laughs> so she set up in the forest and then there was this wolf and this wolf was like hey you riding hood and the little red riding hood said what do you want you asshole and the wolf said I saw your grandma and the red riding hood was like, okay, you saw my grandma and? And the wolf said, your grandma is a bitch. And the red riding hood said, hey, fuck you. My grandma is a saint. Don't ever say that about my grandma, you fucking swine. And the wolf's like, well, calm down. I did not mean it. I'm just a wolf. This is what I do. And then the red riding hood said, fuck you. Fuck you, you piece of shit. 
And then Red Riding Hood's grandma said, whoa, 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 what is all this? That's not hate. There is COVID going on right now. You two are not social distancing. You're not wearing your masks. Get the fuck out of here. And then three little pigs came by and said, hey, are you that fucking move to try to blow our houses down? And then Jack and his beanstalk came by and said, what is going on here, huh? And, uh, and then everyone died. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> well done, Arnie. I think you've certainly improved that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I prefer the original. Uh, yeah, I do. So, Stu, that's another episode, doesn't it? Number 13 in the old ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's finished already. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? See ya. Yeah. Ah. yeah. You, got yeah out, you got out for the end, Stu? Well, we just had an email in, actually, Al. Oh, go on, then. The old notification has buzzed, yeah. Let me just open it. Click. Um, hi, fellas. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. I'm going to have eggs on Saturday for breakfast. Should I have fried or scrambled? Your pal, Baker McButty. I don't know. I'd probably go for scrambled. No, I'll go for fried. Hmm. Fair enough, then. Fair there you enough, go. Yeah. There we go. So, if you'd like to get in contact with us, maybe you'd like to suggest something for 90s Corner, or you'd like to tell us your top three Motown songs, then why not email us? We are stuandalpod at gmail.com, or you can get in contact with us via Twitter or Instagram, at stuandalpod. And if you could rate and uh, review our podcast, Give us five stars if you like. Give us five stars, please. So, Stu, do you remember that Britney Spears got in contact um, and she was interested in meeting up with you, wasn't she, a while ago? Yeah, I'm looking well, forward to it. I don't remember. If, I don't know if you remember her arch nemesis from the 90s, Miss Christina Aguilera. Uh, um, yes. Yeah, she's got in contact. I think she's a bit jealous. So I've got a tape here no. of her. Don't want to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hey, Stuart. <laughs> How are you going out with that Britney Spears? She's such a skank. <laughs> I tell you what, I'll hit her baby one more time. Kitty, 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 kitty. I'll fucking kick her in the shitty, 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 shitty. Stu, I really like your podcast too. And as you know, I am beautiful, no matter what to say. And I could be dirty. <laughs> kick her in the titty titty. <laughs> I'll kick her in the titty 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 titties. <laughs> so why don't you give me oh, a Christine, call? Christine, that really would be a very shitty shitty. <laughs> shitty shitty. So why don't you give me a call, Stu, and we'll go out in the... City, 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 city. Screw bit, Britney, bitch. Bye. So, Stu, you've got two international pop stars wanting to go out with you. Which one are you going to choose? <laughs> um, it's going to be Britney, 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 Britney. Fair enough. Right. Say goodbye, Stuart. Um, as they say in France, see you later. Hell <laughs> yeah.